Welcome to the Thriving Fatherhood Podcast, where we are living and working in the trenches together to thrive in this mission field called fatherhood. My name is Brian Knight. I am a father of two and another due in February. So today, uh, what does it truly mean to thrive in fatherhood? So I want to define that, you know, what it means to thrive in fatherhood. One dictionary definition says it is to prosper, be fortunate or successful, and also to grow or develop vigorously and flourish. Uh, We'll be probably focusing more on that first part. So, you know, that definition, wow, that's, that is a mouthful and can mean different things to different people at different stages of their lives. My personal definition of thriving has changed as I've gotten older. I believe it has changed from one focused on self and money to more honoring God, my family, and being of service. Most men, I believe, struggle with with self in their 20s because we feel we are trying to prove ourselves to the world and others And we are trying to change how we think they view us and get their approval. Also, we think that is uh, what will make us happy when we just need Jesus to nurture our and to nurture our close relationships. This is what will matter in our last days. I talked about this in my previous episode about the five to thrive framework, which includes faith, family fitness, finances, and future. So back to the original definition that talks about being prosperous, fortunate, or successful. If you're earning a lot of money and doing that is taking up your time and mental energy, this is going to take away from your abilities to thrive in your faith, family, and fitness, which will ultimately affect what your future looks like. Let's talk more in depth about what that looks like. And I do not know all the answers. Um, I am here in the messy middle with you guys, learning as well how to thrive every day in the busiest season of my life. I was telling my personal coach the other day that this is the busiest season of my life because there are so many things pulling at my time and at my wallet. Can you guys relate? I am in my mid-40s, and I have to have more energy now than I did when I was in my 20s and 30s. Many fathers are starting to feel the effects of age in their 40s, and so that is why it is so important to take care of your fitness and health so your body has the energy to sustain you through the busyness of life. Because your family, job, church, and community are depending on you to lead them. I found there are certain habits and practices that I need or want to do every day to live the kind of life I want to live and build the relationships I want to build. For example, almost every day I am doing some kind of walking, lifting weights, stretching, and foam rolling. My body is trying to slow down, but I need my strength, energy, and flexibility now more than ever. I also eat right, 
because I believe what goes in your body affects how you feel, your energy levels, and ultimately your health. Honestly, I do not have time to deal with health problems or low energy. So I'm going to spend the time and some cost to make sure I'm eating the best diet possible because I need my body to perform optimally. A big question I have been asking myself lately, especially when it comes to finances, is how much is enough? In order to answer this question, I have thought a lot about what I want my life to look like five to ten years from now and what I will be most proud of when I'm looking back on this busy season of fatherhood. You know, have you ever asked yourself that question? You know, what do I want my life to look like 5, 10, 20 years from now? Will it be that I made a lot of money and possibly lost in other areas of my life? Or is having enough and more more than that and a life filled with strong relationships, faith, and fitness going to create a better future? So long story short, I have stopped putting so much pressure and sacrifice to earn money, hoping that that will make me happy and fill some kind of void that lots of stuff will. Um, This is what the world wants you to believe. I mean, for example, um, as a nurse, you know, there's all these opportunities, especially with staffing shortages and nursing uh, from COVID and all that to work overtime. But, you know, I only have so much time in a week. And even with the incentive of overtime, you know, with that, I'm not going to have the time, I, you know, to pour into my faith, pour into my family, pour into my fitness. It's just, there's just not enough time in each week. Record the podcast, you know, all these different things. There has to be a balance. So I'm just being vulnerable and saying I've learned to look at this from a different perspective. I'm not sure if this topic is every man's battle, but is definitely most men's battle. Sometimes uh, they do not even know it is a battle. They are just caught up in the culture and expectations of others and trying to prove themselves to the world. So I want to expound more on what I believe it means to thrive. For me, it is being excited to get up every morning and tackle the day with a purpose. So key. Do you feel this way when you get up? Now, of course, I have to wake up a little first. I don't just jump out of the bed, uh, especially in my mid-40s. But, um, you know, it's been that same way for about 20 years there. So I once heard Zig Ziglar refer to the alarm clock as the opportunity clock. Um, and I, I truly feel like that when I get the alarm clock. You know, the, the key to um, getting up early is going to bed early. That is the one key right there. So I now totally understand what it means by that. I mean, being a, the alarm clock being the opportunity clock. Honestly, if you go to bed early enough, you should not even need an alarm clock to wake up, wake you up. Um, so 
Being excited to tackle the day means you have a plan for your day. You have sat down the night before or maybe on sunny night and you have prepared your day or your week. Otherwise, you may fall victim to letting your life, your excuse me, your time go to randomness or what is happening at the moment or even what is easy to do because you do not want to do something that is hard or that you have never done before. Trust me, I'm guilty as charged here. I have heard the most successful people are people who tackle new and hard things. As I'm sitting here, this makes me think of the movie Bethany and I watched last night for date night. The movie was called Fall, like falling, um, not the season fall. Maybe you have watched it or maybe not. Uh, it's a fairly new movie. It is worth a watch. Uh, it is about two young women who climb an old tower that is 2,000 feet high, and they are not able to get back down. I will just leave it at that. I do not want to spoil it for you. Uh, also, uh, this is about one of the, the young ladies um, ability to connect with her father. She went through a, um, well, I'll leave it at that. I don't want to spoil it. So I do not necessarily, uh, like heights. Uh, it is tough enough for me to climb on my two story roof, much less a 2000 foot tower. Uh, I had sweaty palms most of the movie. My point is this is not the exact, is not the exact new and hard things I'm talking about but maybe hard conversations with your kids or wife about something that needs to be communicated or addressed. Also, I am intentional about setting aside an hour at the end of the day to have devotions and school lessons with my son and daughter. And, uh, you know, this is something I'm really working on because um, I found that the connection I have with my kids is greatly improved with this one-on-one time with them. Not only my connection with them, but their connection with me. My children are definitely the kind that always want mommy before daddy. And I know this dissolves with age some, but when I spend time with them, suddenly they are wanting daddy more. This is a huge award and sign and helps me to thrive uh, for helps me to thrive in them as well. So one last area I wanted to cover better is fellowship and relationships with other men. For a long time, I did not have many men I could call upon in my life when I needed help. Relationships will not just happen. You have to be present consistent, serve, and be approachable. When you are meeting new people, just walk up to them and introduce yourself and be curious about them. Everyone is waiting on you to go first. So true. That is a uh, great saying that I, I keep coming back to. Over the past few years, Bethany and I have been members at our church and I have regularly attended meetings with men and got involved in the church. 
This has allowed me to build relationships with men who I can call upon and who have mentored me. For many years, I did not have this, uh, like 10 years, (laughs) and uh, I am still working on it today. It is important to not feel alone in life, especially when it comes to marriage and raising children. You need men who are older and wiser and have been there and done that, and maybe are not caught up in the emotions of the situation that, uh, you know, and you can turn to advice to them, prayer, and sometimes tough love. Very important. I thank God for these men in my life. I enjoy doing this for, uh, for other men, and that is one of the many reasons I am recording this podcast, is to help fathers to thrive in all areas of their lives. Fathers are what hold families together, and families are what hold this nation together. Fathers provide leadership in nurturing the next generation. We need strong men who can lead their families to Christ and be productive members of society with integrity. In summary today, how do you thrive in fatherhood? You continue to grow your faith by reading the Bible regularly and praying, I would say every day, spending quality time with your family, including one-on-one time with your wife if you're married, and one-on-one time with your children in playing and learning as often as possible. As a father in my mid-40s, My body is pushing back at me, and it is important to move my body by walking daily, working out with weights to keep my muscles strong, and eating clean food that will keep my my weight down and help me to feel energetic. When it comes to finances, don't spend more than you make. Save some today for your future self, and by having an emergency fund, in place and putting your money to work by investing properly, whether that is a 401k, personal residence, or small business. The sooner you can get those dollars working for you, the uh, the better. All these together will make the future you are looking for and ultimately happiness. And happiness isn't that what we are ultimately looking for is to thrive and be happy and bring glory to God. That is what I have for you today. We're going to start diving a bit deeper in some of these areas in future shows. And when I talk about areas, I'm talking about family, fitness, finances, and future, and faith. If there is a topic you're interested in me talking about, please don't hesitate to send it to night. K-N-I-G-H-T-B-R-I at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. And until next time, continue thriving in fatherhood.